Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 437 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by May, who is our total organist student. And she writes, Hi Vidas, thank you again for addressing to my concerns in details. I've not had the time to spend on the three to four rhythms yet. In fact, I had to put the sight reading courses aside in order to focus on the harmony, which has been taking 1.5 hours each day from my practice time. I simply don't have the time for writing out the chords beforehand. It would have taken me at least another 45 minutes each day to do so. In your week 11 video, you said it would be easier if we write down the chords before doing the hands-on practice. Uh, how could practice in writing makes playing easier, for we are not looking at our chords when we play the harmonization anyways. Um, and um, she has questions on the week 11 harmony video and exercises 1. When you demonstrate exercise 1, you say aloud each chord and how it connects to the next chord. For the first three chords in the second half of exercise 1, I think I hear you say subdominant. Should they be tonic? And uh, question 2, in exercise 8, the second note A in measure 3 belongs to tonic chord and the third note D belongs to the subdominant chord C attached. They are apart by a fourth. In what way should they be connected using our rules? Thanks in advance for your help, May. So uh, primarily May is interested, interested in harmony, right? And I wrote to her my answer. Dear May, writing in practice makes playing easier because it helps us think faster. But not writing the chords is also fine, but you are exercising a different skill, basically improvisation on the spot. Uh, answering questions. 1. Yes, in measure 5 and 6 these chords, 3 chords should be tonic. You have a good air and eye. 2. In, in measure 3rd, in measure 3, yes, 
A flat is the tonic and D flat is the subdominant. Do you know skips of the thirds? It means the third in the soprano or the tenor of one chord can jump to the third of another chord, which is a fourth or a fifth part. Common note, uh, notes are held constant. The free voice goes to the nearest chordal note and the bass jumps to the root of the next chord. Position changes from close to open and vice versa, starting from the bass. Uh, these two chords are spelled F A F A flat. One more time F C F A flat and B flat B flat F and D flat. Hope this helps. Um, what do you think, Osha? Well, I'm thinking that you know you need to know the theory very well and have quite good, good you know, performance skills in order to be able to understand the benefit of knowing theory. I think for the beginners, sometimes it's very hard to understand why we at all need it. Mm-hmm. But really, knowing, knowing, knowing structure of a piece, knowing chords, it really helps. But you need to reach certain level to, to, to feel the benefit of it. And that's why your kids at school are revolting sometimes. Yes. And that's why, you know, wanting to quit my job <laughs> almost every day after, you know, teaching for a few hours. But if you taught, let's say, adults who are motivated, you, they come to you voluntarily. Well... Well, you know, I think each age group has its own problems. Because, like kids, we don't have motivation very often, but we are very good material to teach because we can learn things very fast, not realizing that themselves. Sort of, we take everything from their surroundings. Like a sponge. That's right. And for adults, it's another no strength and another weakness. Because we usually don't question things. Why do we need it? Because we are more motivated, you know, of learning things. But, but let's face it, I feel it on myself that with age, you know, you lose ability to, to learn things as fast as, you know, let's say, in your teenage years. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to have a constant habit of um, learning. And uh, many people who are adults quit learning after school. Therefore, one of the reasons it's harder, it's just they don't exercise this muscle. Don't you think? Well, yes, but you know, and I'm not not talking about uh, organ or harmony, but in general. Uh, but I think if you keep learning all your life, you know, you keep learning new things. I think you will be better than other adults that stopped learning, let's see, after high school or after university. Definitely. What what stops people from? teaching themselves something? Well, 
I think sometimes some of them maybe just you know already created comfortable life and and we are satisfied with it. Living in in their comfort zone zone and um, don't have the need to step out of it. Yes, but some of them actually have you know desire to learn new things all the time. Mm-hmm. And some are in put in the situation that we have to change something in their life to learn new skills, let's say, to find new jobs. Mm-hmm. So there are, I think, different situations for different people. And people who are comfortable at where they are right now, I think they miss opportunities. Right? Because every day we make choices to do this or to do that, to learn something or not to learn something. And uh, if we stay where we are, we never reach a higher level of of our potential, never realize our potential. potential. And I think we will never reach our potential anyway because, because life is short and we as humans are... Um, um, limited not I, I'm using a different I'm looking for a different word we tend to save ourselves much more than we should probably I'm talking about myself for sure, of course <laughs> and you can talk about you but I'm not forcing you but yes, I'm tending to I'm tend to to be gentle with myself too much, and therefore I'm uh, maybe not pushing myself that hard or harder. Well, I'm always too hard on myself. So if we would mix our skills together, we would get you know like a perfect person. I don't know. I don't know. Very well balanced. Never tried to mix two people together so hard. Two two people's skills together so it's really hard to imagine. Okay, but anyway, May is on the right path with her harmony studies, I think. Even if she struggles with some weeks more than with others, I think her brain will thank her in the long run. Let's go for us. Because constant learning postpones aging. And cheats death too, by proxy. Thank you guys, this was with us. And Osha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. 
Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.